Well, the clock struck 11, boy, 11.57's when it struck me that I just couldn't stay. So I jumped on my scooter, headed home to my computer, where that damn work firewall couldn't get in the way. of the day and this day would probably break with no hooter there to break me away but me as I do this the bandits and the grapes are building the USA John where's your microphone and relative to your mouth right here oh you don't have a alright that's fine what nothing you sound amazing is that bad no you sound amazing I sound I sound half terrible, don't I? Hey, welcome to the Nooner. I'm sorry, you go, John. Hi, welcome to the Nooner Podcast. My name is John, and I'm a trivial internet radio personality, or I, I like to call it a twerp, just because, you know. And uh, I'm joined by Marty. Uh, he is uh, the king of podcasts. He's been doing podcasts since the early 60s. Yep. really a legend in yeah. the podcast game. Well, it's only because I have a microphone and John has a Fisher-Price sort of uh, plastic uh, tube that he's speaking into. But it, you know what? It doesn't matter because the quality of the words coming out of his mouth, well... Hmm. Matches, matches the technology. Yeah, something like that. Um, hey, everybody, yeah. welcome to Nooner. Like, uh, you can join us. Like, uh, you can join us on the Twitter Man, like JP is, and Tyson, thank you both. Uh, Peter WG, I hope you're listening too. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Tyson, uh, I'm. We're going to be off next week, and um, but we do want to have people callers in, so we're we're going to arrange it. I'm really really flaky about all this stuff, um, but uh, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make things happen. John, you're not, you took off your headphones and I can't hear you. And, and you're, no, there's no, no words are coming through. Your lips are moving. But why, why did you change it? Uh, no, no, no words. Are, look at, everything was working and you had to touch a button and now nothing's working. No, you're still not working. John is supposed to be leading this part of the show. And nope, nothing. There's a little... Oh, there you go. There's a thing. There's a thing down there that, that turned red. <laughs> oh, my God, John. Like, we are just exposing ourselves for being just useless old men. Oh, don't, don't say that. I can get in a lot of trouble if you say that I'm ex exposing myself. Why? I'm on... No, oh, never mind. It's, it's a yeah, double secret probation. It's not like we don't know this about you, John. So it's no, you. There's some things you don't know the details. No, no, pretty much no. It's just a, it's just a court, little court order. John, why don't you walk us through the, some news stuff? News? Hey, I've got news. <laughs> so, of course, the big news uh, today that happened today is that a meteor hit a home in uh, the Hopewell Township of New Jersey today. Now, why hmm. is that news? Why well, is Hopewell so newsworthy? Well, it's, it's because it's a meteor. But really, here's the thing. Don't meteors like Hope land like every day? Every day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But they don't hit homes very often. Hmm. Because Fair. even though it seems like there's lots of homes, 
there's a lot of empty space and there's a lot of ocean, you know, but home Hopewell township happens to be 13 miles away from Grover Mills, New Jersey. That means nothing to me. It really, really means nothing to you. Come on. You know what that, what Grover Mills, New Jersey is, right? No. Okay. So, uh, and that was me Mel doing a, be, an alien. It, this was a, this was a big, a big deal. Uh, Oh, so in, in uh, I, I think it was like 19, uh, 1933, um, Orson Welles, uh, Mercury players, so they, they did, Orson Welles did radio before he uh, went to Hollywood and started making movies. And on uh, Halloween night, they did a dramatization of War of the Worlds, which is by H.G. Wells. Um, but what they did was they, they set it, in Grover Mills, uh, New Jersey, and they acted as if it was a news report, a live news report of a, a Martian invasion. And people tuned into it after the radio program started, and they believed that it was true. At least that was the story that I heard. It's since been a little tiny bit, I think, debunked that actually anybody believed that it was true. But you know, there was a TV movie made when I was a kid about people panicking. Um, is that like the world's first, um, history's first mockumentary? Oh, I, I might be. I mean, it you were there, is. right? Yeah, well, I was there. I was actually one of the Mercury players. Um, no, I wasn't there. I was actually just listening on the radio. Um, but it, it just, uh, it, it sent people, in, uh, the story was that it sent people into a panic, uh, thinking that the aliens were coming for New York um, and, uh, uh, and that, uh, the, the, there, there was a giant, you know, alien invasion going on. Um, so maybe this is actually the beginning of an alien invasion is my first thought. Um, but it, it made me think about a couple things. First of all, um, I mean, that's a pretty astonishing, uh, uh, hoax if, if, if it really did lead to people actually believing it. Um, and they, they actually did halfway through the broadcast sort of break in and say this is a dramatization this is not really happening um so maybe there were at least some calls of people saying oh my god what's going on um and apparently you know apparently it was very well done so it seemed like it was actual news um but i it just was it just made me think of um uh best hoaxes or pranks or or uh i mean and i i it's funny because i I thought of one that I had uh, earlier today, and I've completely forgotten what it was. Piltdown Man. Piltdown Man. That's a good one. Was that on? That was on purpose, right? They oh took yeah. A, the, the skull of an ape and they and the, the the skeleton of a man, right? In in England. Is yeah, that what it was? Something like that. Yeah. And then they said, "This is this is the earliest uh, hominid," uh, and uh, the guy. I think they made a lot of money and. Uh, it was all fake. Yeah. I what mean, else? P.T. Barnum did that all the time, you know, like you, you sort of mix a bunch of bones together and you put them out there and you're like, this is a strange creature that was found in a swamp in Botswana, you know. Yeah. Have you ever seen an elephant skull? There's uh, people think that um, the idea of giant cyclopses came because people saw elephant skulls, which look like there's just this one the place where the trunk goes looks like a great big eyeball. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, like people are, people are very impressionable, 
and um, as we know, even today, right? Oh yeah, and dinosaur bones were uh, um, uh, thought to be dragon bones. Yeah, and um, and then and then there's uh, uh, you know horrible hoaxes like uh, the um, Heaven's Gate, which and uh, you know or things like people COVID nineteen. <laughs> yeah, COVID. That was that was hilarious and totally fake. Uh, oh my gosh! I was talking to a, a friend of mine, uh, who's a a nurse, and he was telling me about this family recently where, um, because the hospital said that grandpa or grandma had COVID nineteen, the the family was like, "This is a complete hoax." There's it, uh, everything that the doctors are saying is not true, even though the person was obviously could not breathe and needed oxygen. They were just hanging around the hospital room and they, they, they uh, insisted that they take grandma home. And of course she died. But she and died that was, yeah. at home. Huh? She died at home. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And she might not have died though. I mean, it's just, I guess hoaxes aren't that funny anymore. Cause there's so much misinformation. It's just, well, how, I'm, I, one thing I was thinking of, and I was going to bring this up later, but this is a good time. But how do you um, have you ever changed someone's mind? You know, how do you change someone's mind who is so um, not? Well, I don't want to say delusional, but but just not um, uh, not believing in basic facts, scientific facts. You know. Oh, I, I don't know if I ever have. I certainly um, haven't. I mean, I've, I've only encountered it once or twice and it are, uh, yeah, a handful of times. You know, I couldn't I couldn't convince my father that like the Chinese were were bad actors. And I, <laughs> I, I, I don't think all Chinese are bad actors. Just me. I, just me. Is that what you were going to say? <laughs> Fuck yeah, you, John. No, I, Fuck I, you. I there's some there's some good ones. I mean, Michelle Yao is a very good actor. Oh, Stephanie, uh, how do you pronounce your last name? S U S E H S U. Shu. That would be Stephanie Shu. What? Shu. Shu. Stephanie Shu. You, you you say that like it should be obvious, and I guess it should be. No, um, no, I just mean but, it's simple to say. Like you don't have to stress yes. too hard. Yeah, but she she is. I just uh, watched um, everything all at once three times this week because of. Uh, Work. My class. I showed it to my class. Yeah, and her performance is one of the best performances. It's so ever good. And you watch her audition tape, and it's just like those transitions are just that that she makes from character to character are just remarkable. Like it, it's a yeah, it's stunning. And it's not she's not behaving; she's being. Yeah, you don't like go wow, what a great performance when you're watching it right. at all. Right, right. I mean, she. Meanwhile, at the end, yeah. Xi Jinping. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. At, at the end, go ahead. Xi Jinping. And he's a bad actor. Yeah, that's what I was he's getting a, at. But no, no. He's fin an finish excellent your, actor. Finish your finish your thought about Stephanie Shu. Oh well, just I, 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 the, every I, I'm watching it three times this week. Um, the last. Uh, the last section or the almost see, it feels like the last scene, but there's a little coda where they go back to the IRS office, but the last sort of moment uh, with her and uh, her mother in the parking lot, in the parking lot, 
Oh. She delivers the, you know, the whole entire theme of the movie. And uh, I, I wish I could remember what it was, but it's something like, you know, all we have in this life are these little moments of joy. She says something like that, or even a little bit more poetic. And I think she means, she, she just, meant to say, all we have in life is two hours on Tuesday nights of joy. Yeah, that's what she meant to yeah, say. Yeah. But she delivered it a lot better than you just did. Well, of like, course, I because believe, I'm I a bad actor, her. apparently. <laughs> I believed her. Like, it was, she delivered it like it was, it, it, that, for example. I mean, that's a, that's a kind of a hard line to deliver while you're crying and you're supposed to be angry at your mom. And, and, you know, and she just sort of, everything she said seemed like there was a person who was just saying those things, even if she was like the superpowered being, you know, every, every moment that uh, Stephanie Chu did in that movie was super completely grounded. Like when I, I, you know, there's, there's performances where you go, wow, like most of Robert De Niro's performances, for example, we'll get uh, to them later, but go on. Yeah. And, but you know, there's a lot of performances you go, wow, they're really great acting. I can see them being up there and acting. And it was, you know, Stephanie Hsu, you just were watching a, uh, that person up yeah. on in, uh, in the movie. And it, that's how they were acting. It was, it's, it's a remarkable performance. If you haven't seen it, really it is. and if you're at all interested in acting, it is one of the best performances, um, of, of last year e easily, like if not, absolutely. The, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I wish she, she had won, um, but I was happy that Michelle Yeoh won. So, uh, well, Michelle Yeoh won, but but uh, uh, Jamie Curtis won instead of. Oh, that's Stephanie right. That's Hsu. right. You're right. Uh, and because that, I was happy with that too, because you know she's Hollywood royalty, and and um, yeah, yeah. What one of one of my uh, students said, "How did you feel about that?" And I thought, I thought uh, Jamie Curtis was was great. Yeah, um, and you get you some, most most actors. I mean. Oscars are given for uh, a body of work um, a lot of times. That's what gets the, the votes. And when you split the votes, it's all voted on. So it's not like this, it's one individual saying, you know, this one is better than that one. Well, it's like I people mean, say, well. Yeah. This was a gimme for Terror Train when she was overlooked. Um, you know, the, the Terror Train 1981. Hello? Hello, is this oh, on? Uh, Hello? Hello, David <laughs> I Copperfield? Thought you were talking, I thought you were talking about Dave, somebody else. David who's, Copperfield. Who's nominated. Um, no, no, David no. David Copperfield? Is, is in Terror Train? Terror Train, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, talk about a great actor. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> God. I didn't even believe him when he was standing on stage being himself. Uh, but he is he's a remarkable performer, for sure. But anyhow, g getting back to... Um, Everybody should see everything everywhere all at once. And how did your class uh, uh, receive it? Oh, they loved it. And um, what about um, uh, so getting back to to uh, aliens? Yeah. Uh, oh no. Um, uh, we, we, how did we get to China again? Um, oh, China. Bad you said Chinese. Bad actors. Oh yeah, because I was trying to convince my father that that um, that I was a good actor. And wait, shoot. No, no, that was not. It. No, that you um, that you, that she did shoot, thing is shoot. a bad actor. Right. No. Yeah. That, 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 and um, and then I also met those right wingers in 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 Lake Tahoe. Um, but uh, yeah, it's. I think it's it's really hard to do it. Like you can't just say. Here are the facts, and you're wrong. You know that I, never one works. One time, my 
my father, uh, uh, about, you know, it, this was before he died, by the way. Um, well, I should hope so. If you interacted with your father, I should hope it was before he died. Um, so, uh, uh, he, uh, he used to, this, he used to send, uh, me emails. These, this is like the, uh, um, the early right wing version of, of, uh, internet, to, you know, conspiracies. So he, there were these emails that would go around cause he was a ditto head. My father was, and he never argued. I don't know if with people my brother know and I, what that is. So ditto head was a fan of Rush Limbaugh. Ah, okay. Because they would say ditto Rush that when they, wherever they called up, <laughs> rather than ditto with Rush their, with their own opinions, they're just like mm, can't be bothered. Ditto. Yeah. yeah okay. no, that was, that was that, apparently that was the thing that they said. So he got you know he was he was getting his information from AM Talk Radio, and so um he would start sending around stuff, uh you know uh emails um with his uh his old white friends and um, male friends. And uh, sometimes he would send it to me and I looked at one and it was, I don't remember what it was about, but I went to swoops or swoops, you know, Snopes, Snopes, Snopes. I went to Snopes and found this particular meme and uh, Snopes had looked it up and, and found that it was not true. Mm. So I sent that information to my father and my father said, how do you know that Snopes is true? And you're like, and that's, yeah, you know, and that's I mean, that was my first, you know, that's that's the information diet that you have. You yeah. know, the things that you believe. You just sort of start to believe, you know, bullshit. Um, or whatever. And and, and mo- it's like the motivation for Snopes is to actually investigate things and find out if they're true or not. And uh the the motivation for whoever made up that particular meme, which I don't remember what it was, probably something about Barack Obama being not a, a U.S. citizen or something like that. Um, anyway, it was uh, it was that was that was my pretty much my first and last attempt at trying to get to convince somebody of something. Although I did, I had a friend who who was uh, uh, I was talking to, and I didn't convince him either. He thought that the the trade of uh, of Trey Young um, for uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Luca Luca Doncic uh, no. from the from the Hawks. Uh, was a terrible trade, <clears throat> and uh, because Luka Doncic is, a, is an incredible talent, and this is like while the Celtics are playing the Hawks in the NBA playoffs, and the Mavericks, who have Luka Doncic, were sitting at home, not in the playoffs. <laughs> it's like so, right? Uh, your your very firmly held opinion is is born out to be wrong. <laughs> well, I, you know, there, there are a lot of strategies that people have worked on um, to, to convince people. And, and like one thing is you want to um, re-express your, tar- your, the person's position very clearly. So you, so they, they see that you understand what they're saying. Yeah. Okay. And then you say, then you say, but see, that's stupid. There you go. That's why that's that's why John and I have so many friends. Um, and then you you can't you can't convince them with facts, which is like so weird to me. Um, yeah. and, and you kind of have to like lead them in a way um, and ask them questions. You know what what would um, like use scales? Like if if Stalin's Russia was nine out of ten in governmental tyranny where's our country right now you know so mm-hmm. you do those sorts of things where 
you you as opposed to you pushing your agenda on them, you have them reassess their agenda within uh-huh. within a different way. And then then you ask them, you know, what what conditions what what would it take for you to um rethink your position? And right. nine times out of ten they'll be like, nothing, because I'm right, you know. But yeah. and at that point then you're just you're that's you you you've saved yourself a bunch of you know pain and and uh frustration but uh you know so many of these beliefs are about identity and and just feeling just feeling right with the world and when you well most shape, people would rather yeah, yeah most ahead. people would rather be right than happy uh right exactly well yeah and and there's a way that those are kind of intertwined you know because like if you think that you're right then then you can wake up in the morning and and go about your day you're you're not questioning your reality but if if you're shown you know the other side of the mirror then it it, you have that um that neo moment of like what the fuck is going on in my in my world you know i have i have two thoughts on this one is that in order to learn something yeah right you have to admit that you're wrong and you have to change the way you think. And that's learning anything, but it's also, especially when you're learning something sort of fundamental about yourself. And it's a very, it can be, usually is a painful process because you have to, even even to the point where you have to just admit that you didn't know something before. When, when was the last time that happened for you? Do you know? Oh, yesterday, <laughs> Sunday. Do you I, I learn. I learn all. I'm learning all the time, and it's really painful. I take uh, Advil because of the pains from learning so oh, much. Oh, you realize that now. that's not the the right drug to take for that that pain. You it, know. <laughs> what, what, well, why? what would it take you to change your your mind about taking Advil for that type of pain? You just tell me. What would be the right drug? <laughs> no, no. Do you remember a, a time when you were just like, "Fuck! I was so fucking stupid and wrong." I swear to God, it was Sunday. Oh, what, what? Do you remember the particulars? Yeah. Do you want to talk yeah. about it? Sure. I. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll talk about it. Um, this is this is uh, very uh, personal and spiritual, and but uh, it's you know it's a fundamental thing. I, there I was, is no uh, God, everybody. You're welcome. No, it's kind of the opposite. Um, yeah. it was that I was I was I just uh, played basketball. Um, and then I had lunch with a friend, uh, Mark Fieri, who, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we could talk about him <laughs> at the end Again, of the show. Yeah, yeah. TJ. Yeah. Why, why is it TJ? And, uh, yeah, yeah. Mark, Timothy. Yeah. And, and, um, and I got in my car and I was driving home and I felt really lonely. And I, and I thought I've been having these real loneliness pangs and I, and I looked and I thought, how can I possibly be lonely like five minutes after having lunch with a good friend who I've known for decades and playing basketball with a bunch of guys I've been playing basketball with for decades. And I thought, you know what? This isn't loneliness. This is my mind coming up with a reason why I'm slightly depressed and anxious 
because I'm slightly depressed and anxious as a, that's, that's, you know, a, a per, almost a person it's, uh, you know, in my, uh, I have a, uh, a hole in my, in myself. I have a, that I have to work on. It's a psychological sort of deficit. And I mean, the, 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 the shorthand I'll just say is that I'm, uh, I'm slightly depressive. And, and so I, I realized that I wasn't, and because I'd been acting like and, and thinking that I was lonely, but it wasn't, it's not really that. It's just a way of my mind coming up with a reason for um, the feelings that I have. And the feelings that I have uh, have to do with my upbringing and my chemical physical makeup. So that was something where I was like, oh, wow. And that was, gave me a, a lot of, a lot of uh, sort of freedom. And, yeah, uh, it, it's very remedy. liberating when you can get to the root of something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, but that was something that you came to on your own. Yeah, I, I think that especially with men, our egos get in the way of us changing our own minds, uh, having an external force change our minds. I don't know if you, you, if you found that. Um, oh well, you know, there's there's ways of that my mind has been changed um, by external forces. Um, but it happens with, um, mostly with people, uh, me identifying with people who are sharing something about themselves with me and guiding me towards looking at things about myself. I mean, I just do a lot of work on trying to figure out what the fuck is wrong with me. Right. Well, that that kind of goes to what I was saying of like, you know, you have to, if you're going to connect with somebody and get them to to reconsider their stances you have to be empathetic you have to listen to them and you have to lead them and um to a to a place where they're they're more open as opposed to just show them the quote-unquote truth you know right well and then the other thing is the air the um there's got to be a motivation like i'm i when i talk about these things that i'm i'm learning i'm motivated to uh, learn because I want to be happier and I want to live a more fulfilling life. So I, and I know that there's, you know, well, because I, 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 I have a sense. <laughs> well, you have sense that it would, it would be better. <laughs> I, I have a sense that it would be better to be happier what? than I'm less happy. It's yeah. just a, it's just this a feeling I have. I'll, I'll tell you another thing that I, that I recently, um, I can't, I changed my mind about, um, I, I, uh, I listen to, I listen to mostly history books to go to sleep, things that I'm, I'm interested in, but I don't care about too much. And I recently listened to, um, Di- Diplomacy, uh, by, uh, Henry Kissinger. Read um, by he- and, Henry uh, Kissinger? What? Was it read by Henry Kissinger? No. Can you give us a little Henry no. Kissinger? Uh, the uh, the thing that you will find uh, <laughs> is uh, really the good. United States is uh, behaving in a Wilsonian uh, model. John, I think you found I think you found your your birthday um, your birthday party uh, uh, cosplay character. 
<laughs> hey kids, the beauty's gone now. Uh, Princess uh, Fiona's gone, but coming up next, it's Hank Kissinger. Yay! Hello, boys and girls. Uh, very good to have you here at uh, my uh, speech. Um. So what Kissinger pointed out to me that I was like, oh my gosh, is that you know the um. Diplomacy, I mean, talking about being a bad actor, right? It kind of circles around to China being a bad actor. China is behaving in their own self-interest. And and all countries in diplomacy uh, behave in their own best interest. That's the that's sort of the, the assumption that used to be made about all countries. And then Wilson had this idea... Woodrow Wilson, our oh, I thought you were talking about the volley, the deflated volleyball on that island. But go on. No, I was talking about Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Um, hey man. Um, he uh, he had this idealism uh, about you know, and the United States was going to spread truth and democracy uh, around the world, and that was our um, our responsibility, and that's what we we're going to do. Of course, Wilson being. The same guy who apparently got uh, removed. I didn't know this, but removed all of the African Americans in government who had been there. Yeah, I mean, um, a huge racist, and like there's yeah. a big uproar at, at uh, Princeton in the past decade about just getting rid of every mention of him there. Um, yeah, well, you know, it's it's you know it's some some history. people did good things and bad yeah, things. Yeah, you know, the time. good good he did good things on both sides. <laughs> racist good things for racists and good things for non-racists you know well but the thing the thing that made me realize is that uh you know that that we go around acting like um we're the good guys and and at the same time acting like in our own self-interest so we 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 and there's no uh there's no audience anymore right it used to be it kind of worked in after World War II, when it was the Cold War, when we were kind of um, fighting for the hearts and minds of the between, you know, the Soviet Union and the United States for for the uh, for the, the third world. Yeah, so, yeah. Look, look, our system is better. We're better people. We're the, we're the free world. We're the free world. They're the bad. They're the they're the uh, the bad guys, and and the the, the Soviets would and the and China were aligned, you know, for a long time, and they were kind of this is like. Uh, so they were they were saying their stuff and and you know and it was a there was a a bilateral kind of uh, cold war going on, um, but now it's like like we're sort of trying like we're trying to get China to you know do the right thing quote unquote when actually it's like what we're trying to do is get China or wherever to um, do things that are in our best interest and if we just sort of and we have this attitude of like they should just do what we want them to do because we're right and if we if we cave to them or we negotiate and i'm not just talking about china i'm talking about everything if we negotiate or cave then then we're, we're surrendering the moral advantage and you know kissinger is a big real politic thing and guy and he's he's the the conservative that i you know him, him and like buckley are the the conservatives i go well you know that's that's smart. George Will also was smart. All the other, I mean, I just read this something on somewhere Twitter, like, oh, it was Reddit. Somebody said, 
I liked it better when the Republicans were lawful evil, and now they're chaotic, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that is that should be on a T-shirt, man. That, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I. That, I mean, that's a good point. Like, you, we just can't have reasonable arguments anymore, and and it's it's a it's a shame that that everything can be used against us and that's what china does they'll they are masters of whataboutism uh, when we say oh what you know um human rights are being you know squashed and quashed or whatever in in china then they'll say well what about you know what you're doing to black people or whatever like they they're enormous examples that they can turn uh, against us and and that's mm -hmm. kind of the world we're in right now um and we just well that's 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 uh, sort of the the world we've always we've always been in but it's a little you bit know, easier now because there's so much um data transparency in in many ways you know and that's why china's very uh opaque or they try to uh, to keep an opacity to to their their uh their all their systems and and how they run the government and all so um because it's we are an open in many ways we are much more open than than china you know and and which exposes us to to criticism yeah absolutely i'm and we i mean we certainly have a uh, a much more open um dialogue and we and we have at least two political parties that argue with each other, um, but not in a kind of like, Productive. let's get to the truth kind yeah, of way. Yeah. It's more of a like, not them. Oh, yeah? Well, not you. Yeah, well, yeah. Not you. And, and this all started from a meteor hitting a home in Hopewell Township, New Jersey. Um, so and, and I love that, was that that was the most important news item of the day for you. There are some other things that happen. Well, I don't, no, no, no. I just want to focus on this. What do you think? Do you think it's aliens? Do you think aliens are walking among us, Marty? Nope. No. No. Do you think there are alien, intelligent aliens in, in our galaxy? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I. I you I don't just, care. I. I don't care because we have nothing to offer them. We have zero to offer. If an alien, if another civilization has the technology to to like travel faster than the speed of light or to to bend time space and all that stuff to to get to our our planet then mm -hmm. we have nothing to offer them zero speaking of speaking except of, for uh, taylor swift you know that's about it speaking of uh the, the chinese did i tell you about the dark forest um well let's just get back to what i just said D does that make sense then about the aliens yeah yeah, it does. Right. No, it totally does. Yeah, Dark like, Forest has something to do with aliens. That's oh, why. I okay. It. Okay. Uh, yeah, because I'm, I mean, just like if you have enough energy to to go wherever you want in the in the galaxy, then we have nothing to offer. But what's the Dark Forest? Well, so the uh, Dark Forest is part of um, is the second book in the um, three body uh, problem. Um, uh, trilogy trilogy which is actually um it's what is the trilogy called it doesn't Remem remembrance of earth's past yeah but it doesn't mean anything if you didn't read it in the original chinese so well the, i have have you read it in the in american 
No, I saw the first movie and it's just unwatchable. Uh, I, I, no, that's I, not that's not that's not part of it. That's that that was a different book by the same guy. Oh, okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. The uh. Uh. What's his name is working Damon on Damon Lindelof, the, right? Yeah, but, but uh, uh, a guy who was at uh, Sacred Pools is working on that with him, Damon Damon uh, Lindelof. Uh, yeah. So anyway, the Dark Forest who? hypothesis. Uh, um, this is this is the uh, theater that John and I um, um, were co co-founders of, I guess, of sorts. Yeah, you co-founded, sure. Um. God, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Alex, Alex Wu. Oh, yeah, I love Alex. Yeah, yeah. Alex is the uh, is the third showrunner. Oh, that's so that's great. Alex is one of the uh, more clever writers I've ever met. And... Yeah, yeah, he's pretty great. Yep. Um, so the dark the dark forest hypothesis basically is that um, if you if uh, you detect alien life, right? then um there's there's something there's something that you should do uh if you detect alien life somewhere else in the universe there are two problems you do not know their intentions and you do not know how fast their technology will advance so given that you don't know their how fast they're, they're gonna uh and, and the speed of light when it when it, if you saw it the earliest you could possibly detect it is um it's 10 years later, which is Alpha Centauri is 10, year, 10 light years away. Um, but most of the time, if you detect it, it's going to be hundreds of, uh, of uh, years or thousands of years away. So you have no idea what has happened since the time you detected that alien life. And, and you have no idea their intentions. So they are the, the possibility. It's basically a 50-50 possibility that they are much more advanced than you are. Um, 50, and, 50? Um, at least, yeah. um, and so, and, and their intentions, who knows what their intentions are. And so the assumption must be that they have bad intentions. So the action that must be taken, um, that logical action that must be taken is that if you detect alien, uh, civilization somewhere in, in the, the world and you have the capability, you should destroy it no matter how powerful you are. If you detect it, then, um, and so. The dark forest uh, metaphor is all the alien civilizations in the galaxy are in a dark forest, afraid of each other, and nobody wants to light a light because if you light a light, you oh, protect your light, right, right. and then they'll kill you. You're a target. So as soon as you think that, and the, the thing, the thing is, is that the the argument when when you read it, you go, "Holy shit, that makes total sense." Uh, yeah, there's that, but also I feel like you know. We've got Voyager that has um, extended outside. No, we've, we've already we've already lit our light. We're fucked. Right? No, no, no. But Voyager has, has like ventured outside of of the solar system, like about almost. Um, just it just passed the heliosphere last, or it's in it. It's passing it right now. But right. Yeah. Right. And so it will be. It will take them. Take Viger. Viger. Um, that's that I just dated myself. Uh, we'll take Voyager like thousands and thousands and thousands of years, if not millions of years to to reach another uh, another solar system, you know? Yeah, right. And, and, so, and that solar system will find it and they'll go, this 
this came from the same place that I Love Lucy came from right. 10,000 years ago. Oh, we got to go take it over. Yeah. But uh, so I just don't think that they like, gave us a map. Right. Fine. Because if they can get to us like much quicker than us, then literally we have nothing to offer them. We have we have no resources to offer them because they're going to have like matter transforming like They'll be able to turn energy to mass and mass to energy, like because they can travel like so easily that there's literally nothing we have to offer them except you know boobs or whatever. I don't know. Right. See, here's the thing. That's the thing is that you don't know. You don't know what technology blind spots there might be. You know, we we assumed we'd have fusion technology and flying cars by now, and we don't. And we we thought we were going to have. Um, self-driving cars by now, and we don't. You know, that might never happen. And meanwhile, we have AI that can write novels. Um, and uh, Not very anyway, good I ones. I mean, um, well, yeah. yeah. Better than some of the books I've read. Oh, yeah. Some of the <laughs> stuff I've written. Uh, yeah. So anyhow, do you want to talk about the, the actu- like more pertinent news? or More pertinent news? Like, like what, Marty? So Trump was found civilly liable for sexual assault today. Is that good or bad or, or neutral, Marty? I'm, this is going to be the McLaughlin report. Marty, you good, bad? What's your take? That's John McLaughlin. I'm dating myself. Are we still there? Oh, my God, he left. He fell over. Marty, what happened to Marty? I just I just was reading the outline and I came back and I looked and he's banished. Holy smoke. Okay, so I guess it's up to me. So I would say uh so Trump is found guilty of sexual assault um and is going to have to pay 5 million dollars and he apparently he's on TV right now uh on CNN. Is that right? Marty, yeah. did you hear what I said? Yeah, I did. I I actually went and looked at the my my notes and I came back and you were gone. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what happened. I don't know. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I've been here the whole time. But uh, oh, okay. Yeah. You were strangely silent. Yeah. Well, in a strange way. Uh, well, you were a stranger in a strange e. land. Carol was. She was awarded over five million dollars in damages. Yeah. And, yeah. And um, most of her claims were supported by the jury. Or yes. Yeah. It didn't didn't seem like it took them very long to think about it. Either. No, and and if you look at the deposition, it's so fucking damning. Like it, it's uh-huh. crazy. Like, yep. yeah, he's like, yeah, stars, stars can. Uh, when he was shown the 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 tape of of grabbing by the pussy, he's like, yeah, well, you know, fortunately, fortunately or unfortunately, that's the way it's been for millions of years. Yeah. And like, basically, and then they're like, are you a star? Yeah, I guess I am. And so he's basically saying, yeah, that's the way it is. And then and then he identified, or he mistook E. Jean Carroll for his wife, or one of his ex-wives. Um, mm-hmm. After saying like, oh, she's not my type. Like, the, like they, the, it's pretty, oh, anyhow, he's a fucking, anyhow. Yeah. What, any any takeaways? Yeah. Any takeaways beyond that? Like, like, I. It's not going to change anyone's mind on either side. It just reinforces everybody's everybody's beliefs in Trump. You know. So, it, 
how is it going to reinforce people's beliefs on uh, think he's a great guy? Because he's he's made himself a victim. He's vic he's like I'm just uh, like the the liberal media is out to get me. It's all lies, and this is proof. It's it's not logical, John. I I don't I don't. I'm just saying that that's that is the logic. Um, that they're using. If you look on Fox News, they don't they don't say uh, Trump found uh, liable. They say Trump says judgment against him a, a a conspiracy and a facade or whatever. You know they don't say that like he was found. The, the headline isn't that he was found guilty. The headline no. is he lashes out against them and, and uh, you know saying it's a a, a giant fraud. Uh-huh. It's a giant fraud. Yeah. Okay. So my question is, just in the context of, of this podcast, is there anything funny about this? Is I, I, about the podcast? No, nothing. Nothing's funny about the podcast. Okay, let's let's move on. Okay, then moving on. <laughs> um, so uh George Santos was charged with something. Yeah. We don't know what he was charged with, but federal something yeah. have charged him with something. Yeah, I guess it's going to be unsealed sometime in the. Yeah, it's future. probably campaign finance related. You know, he's there's. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I I just don't. He, that guy is just he's a a, a toxic sort of. Um, doesn't he look like he stole his face from somebody? Yeah, yeah. It looks I, like I think he might be an alien. Well, yeah. Maybe he landed in New Jersey. No, Long Island. But, um, mm, yeah. Not, not, that's not too far from New Jersey. No, not too far. But, yeah, I just don't, I don't want to give that guy air. Like, there's just nothing redeeming about that whole story. Um, it, it's a symptom mm -hmm. of, of all the things that we've been talking about, you know. Um, but thank God there was a coronation to clean the air, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you watch the coronation? Um, my wife king turned Charles it on. Is now is now officially king. Um, yeah, uh, um, my wife turned it on in the morning, and I was like, "Why are we watching this?" And I, I guess it means something to some people, but it doesn't mean shit to me. Oh, that was is that is that a? Oh, that's Elvis. Kennedy. Elvis um, was a hero to most, but he never meant shit to me. Straight out racist. Um, yeah, straight up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, did you, did you see that the clip of them putting the, the crown on? That was, hilarious. I mean, it, it made me think of the, that margarine commercial, you know, <laughs> like, look it up people. I feel like a king or, I mean, it, it, it was so ill fitting and, and ridiculous looking. But, and then the archbishop or whoever was doing it is like tilting it. And, and, and of course Charles can't like grab it. So mm -hmm. he's going to just sit there in his giant robe and, and he's she's like adjusting it, and, and then like looking back at it, like he's like he's a a, a fashion you know designer. Like, yeah, well that's good. That's straight. Yeah, there you go. That's a ridiculous. Now you look ridiculous. Uh, there you go. Yeah, you look ridiculous. And the monarchy is ridiculous. And I, I the cynic in me says like, well, but they bring in billions of dollars to um to the UK. You know, mm -hmm. like it, it is a it makes like a, the British taxpayers pay 
a salary to the royal family, right? Uh, I I don't I don't know. They they they're fucking hugely rich. Yeah, I mean, but it's like a, it, in a technical way, he might be the richest person on the planet. I mean, aside from Putin. Um, but they but um, they do make the UK money. You know, people go to Buckingham Palace. People are get buy a bunch of of merch that is is king based but they don't give a shit about the king of sweden you know right there's there's a, there's royalty in sweden and norway and spain and the netherlands and, and in Thailand. my house and what in my house yes and but when you have a changing of then I, I i always wonder like you don't hear about the coronation of the king of spain because I kind of think this King of Spain has to have another gig in order to make ends meet. I, I think well, he's just like, well, Franco's gone, so let's reinstate the king. Okay, what do you want me to do? Absolutely nothing, and we're gonna give you a, you're gonna give you a little stipend. We're gonna give you cab money. We want you to show up once a year, you know, on yeah, National yeah, yeah. Spain Day, and, and, and sit wave. on this throne, but don't touch anything. Okay? Yeah, please, yeah. just just sit. Yeah, we're gonna take a picture of you on the throne. And then, um, okay, go back to your. You, you're working at Deloitte and Toysh's account. That's great. We'll call you if you need. You, you should uh, be so make lucky sure you have... to work at Deloitte and, you know, Deloitte and Touche. You put the you, you, so they, you know they're going to merge the names and just be called Touche. I'm sorry. Uh, I really apologize. No, but that's that's I, both. Right that's there. that's both a, a dad joke and like timely. You know, is it is it timely in any way? No. Okay, so it's just a dad joke. Yeah, but it it's kind not of even a, a dad joke. Dad jokes aren't to be. Uh, you're not supposed to use the word douche in a dad joke. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, why? Why is it that we use the word douchebag? Have we talked about that? Oh. We have. It's such a specific meaning, and I just don't know where how that came to mean a specific kind of wishy-washy asshole to douchebag. Because it's a piece of outdated. Feminine hygiene equipment, <laughs> but it means a certain kind of guy. Yeah, Isn't that weird. Uh, I, I, I'm, I, I'm okay with it. All right, you don't, you don't have anything to say. No, I, I have anything to add. Well, I think that douching, we we all know, is not um, a good, uh, a good health practice. It, it gets rid of a lot of good bacteria, and what we shouldn't do that. No, that that's it. What? Yeah. So I don't know I what. So I should stop douching. With that bag of yours, yeah. Okay, I'll stop douching. Um, You're welcome, everybody. And uh, one other thing about King Charles is that he is the king of Canada. Um, are there and still, Australia? Are there still royals on their money? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. And Australia and New Zealand and yeah. other, a lot of other uh, smaller places, a lot of island places that, that come. Yeah, the the the, uh, the Queen was on the, the Canadian money last time I checked. Okay. Uh, so it, and, he, and he's the king. He's the king of Canada. Yeah. I mean that. I I think it's pretty impressive. Canada's pretty great. Canada's awesome. Do you think we should have a monarchy here? No, no, no. Why? Um, 
you mean having reinstalling the British monarchy? No, 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 no. I, I don't want King Charles should not be king of England. Uh, oh, you're talking about Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Should he be king? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sure, sure. Why not? Why not? All right, so uh, I'm going to turn the the, the the reins over to you after I ask you one question. Fuck, Mary kill, Trump, Santos, Tucker Carlson. Well, I want to... Um, did you ever see the very first Black Mirror? Yeah. I don't remember what the first one was, though. It's with the... the prim- I saw them all. The Prime Minister of England. Yeah, with a pig. With a pig. And, yeah. like, I want the pig to be Trump and me to be the Prime Minister, and I just... Fuck the shit out of Trump, because um, I think that would be very. Um, you want to fuck? You want to fuck Trump? I, I don't. It would be really hard for me to, um, hard for me to to um, accomplish that. But I, I think the, the results might be uh, beneficial to to my worldview. So when you uh, when you, so you, you find you find uh, Donald Trump uh, sexually uh, arousing. No, that's why I said it would be hard. Do you not hear me? Yeah, well, uh, that's what he. Uh, that, so it make, he makes you hard. Is that what you're saying? No. Oh, you. It'd be difficult. You mean he, it would be difficult for you to maintain an erection so, when you're fucking Donald Trump up the ass? So what was what were the other two? Tucker Carlson and George Santos. I think it's pretty clear. Yeah, I marry Tucker Carlson because he probably has more money than Trump or or George Santos, and then I um, kill George Santos because I don't give a shit about him. I would totally uh, fuck George Santos because because there's something there's something so creepy alien about him. It's, it's just he's a beautiful it's man. So revealing. It is really really yeah. disturbing and revealing. I would totally um, send kill your, Tucker send Carlson. Send your tweets to at Sylvain BBB. I would kill Tucker Carlson. I think he's done more damage than even Donald Trump. And um, and I think he deserves to die. And I would marry Donald Trump and then divorce him and take half his money. Um, all right. Cool. No, I, I, that works. I like that. Uh, let us know uh, what you would do um, because this is very consequential. That's Nooner Podcast on Twitter. Um, so I was talking to a friend of mine who's a writer. No. I, this is theoretical. This is theoretical. Oh, this okay. is. You're and, talking to an imaginary friend. Well, in, in this world, it's an imaginary world, but a real friend in the imaginary world. So fuck gotcha. you. You're wrong. Um, okay. And he was saying that Netflix is the bane of of the the strike basically he said they basically oh ruined, really ruined it for all writers and i um we were talking about a, a bunch of other things uh including let's go for a hike let's go play tennis um and i didn't get into the exact particulars because he was rather incensed and and angry um mm-hmm. But um, I, I think one of the reasons is that they have very short, shorter seasons and they have offer writers less money and they uh-huh. don't have the same residual um, schedule that, that network television has. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it makes it harder for 
the um, the lower tiered writers to have a a, a successful like um, have longevity while they're giving Shonda Rhimes and um, you know millions and millions of dollars for a show. Uh-huh. Um, right. What what is your thought about that? What is my thought about Netflix being the main sort of enemy or is well, streaming, Netflix? streaming, what streaming, what's my thought about streaming? Uh, I, um, well, streaming is a different model than broadcast and, um, it's, uh, screwed up the economics of writing as a living how um it, well because um when you it used to be that when you made a show uh or you worked on a show as an actor or as a writer um and the show was broadcast again then you would get paid again but with when something is made for streaming it can be uh, seen over and over and over again, maybe 150 million times or maybe twice. You know, you can't, they don't release any numbers still. Um, so nobody really knows. And you get the same amount of money. Um, the, uh, the idea. And, and so that, that screwed up, uh, um, the economics for writers who were, uh, be go, be, between jobs, they weren't getting any money, and they were getting less money for every job they had because the streaming wasn't working. So that's really kind of the the crux of the issue. The the idea that the the seasons are shorter um, is, I mean, it's it's a function of the delivery system. You know, it, the the um, well, I when I, I I teach this class about you know film and American culture, and the interesting thing is that you can mark changes in um in the length of of and the kinds of stories that are being told based on on um technological changes and economic changes and distribution changes so um i'll can i can i give you an example or is this too like I'll, I'll give you an example so it used to be the silent films up until uh like 1918 were all 15 minutes long because they were all sent out on reels uh, through the mail to Nickelodeons. And then Quo Vadis came along and it was two hours long and they rented out uh, legitimate theaters. So Quo Vadis is a, is a film and what they did yeah. is they, they took those reels and they taped them together so that they were much longer, right? Well, yeah, yeah, they, they used double projection system, which, you know, yeah. Yeah, they, they put they put the the so it was two hours long, right? And, oh, and they so they would that, switch from reel to reel, back and forth, yeah. back and forth. Yeah, and so so they uh, and it, it turns out that people loved it and it made a ton of money. And then, Birth of a Nation came along like uh, two years later and and made a gazillion dollars and changed the whole business, right? And so this is a new distribution and and it went from Nickelodeons to movie palaces, and they started making you know money hand over fist. And that changed the the length of movies and the kinds of stories that were told, and um, and this is a, a technological change that is changing the kinds of movies that are told and 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 the length of films. And also, you you can 
now depend on everybody starting from the beginning. So you have like, you know, you, it doesn't make any sense to start in the middle of Queen's Gambit. Nobody would ever do that. Right? So, I, did, I did it. But... <laughs> uh, it didn't, I thought it was shitty. It didn't make any sense. But anyway, go, go on, go on. Explain, explain yourself. So, 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 so uh, this is, I mean, it, Netflix definitely is a moment. It, it, but, but being mad at them for taking advantage of the distribution system and not saying, uh, well, you have to make 26 episodes because we have 26 um, hours, weeks of, of uh, content we have to fill every Thursday night at 8, you know, it, that that's, uh, so they did something different. Right. So I think that brings up the, the, the question is like, there's like right now, Technology, AI, whatever, is bringing about change. And yes. is, is change necessarily bad? You know, and I think that's kind well, of what you're saying. Is like, yes, th this it's, is you, it's being mad at change. Like, net, it's kind of because net, Netflix did it first, and then everybody right. else did it. Right, so right. And they so Michael Schur is like the the he's um he was one of the producers on on um, The Office, everybody's favorite show, and he was uh, the mm -hmm. showrunner on. Um, the good place, just uh, one of the funniest and thoughtful, interesting like TV writers out there. Um, did you watch yeah, the good place? It, yeah. Oh yeah, and his book on uh, eth uh, ethics, ethics is great. It's just so good, and th that came out of his um, his, his uh, work on that show. I did not know good that place. his father-in-law was Regis Philbin. That's crazy. Really? Uh, yeah, isn't that crazy? Um, anyway, little, <laughs> oh little known God. fact, everybody, Reese's Philbin, Michael Shore, they were at their, his wedding together, um, gave away his daughter to Michael Schur. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Two of my favorite people. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he was saying that based on his work on shows, like working on a full season, like he spent like one of the complaints is like the writers are just in a room and they're done. And he was saying that like I was on set and and I was exposed to the post-production process and that's how I learned how to be a showrunner. And he yeah. said like, well, with this model, like that that is no longer possible. And my thought is like, all right, then the model changes. Yep. You know, and, and so it's it's... It's a little bit hard for me to get fully behind that um, when there, there's that. The other question I had is, mm -hmm. is uh, so I think we're both in, in uh, concordance, like, 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 yeah, shit changes and you, you have to adapt. Um, yeah. The AI, so the Writers Guild, they want the Writers Guild to to um, institute a thing with the studios so that they don't use AI mm -hmm. um, to, and, and then basically say like, oh, here's the latest Harry Potter book. We'll feed it into this algorithm and then we're gonna um, uh, get a first draft and then hire a writer for like two weeks uh, to, to do a, a, you know, a, a, a first, you know, a couple passes on it. Yeah. Um, and then, but I'm like, well, what's to stop a writer from doing the same thing if they prevent that? Oh, right. 
<laughs> you know, like if if you think about it, like oh, you just feed in this comic book into a machine and say, hey, write a, a 120 page screenplay in the voice of J.J. Abrams. Hey, wait, J.J. Abrams, you're the one typing that in, you know. And um, with less lens flare, please. Um, yeah. So what's, well, the, what's is, to stop them that, from? No, it's a, that's really there's nothing. I mean, I, I here, well, here's one thing I just learned today that really made me think. Oh, so I don't know. I was listening to some. I was listening to the a tech podcast because that's what we out, do. Yeah, because that's what which I do. one and and tech meme ride home. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um. So the uh. It turns out that uh, uh, ChatGPT uh, and all AI just cost a shitload of money to run, like a yeah. shitload of money. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's right now it's being um, it's being subsidized um, because they want people to test it out and use it. And, yeah. Oh, and they don't remember it, when Ubers were like, Oh, it's $3 to go to the airport. And now it's yeah. like $70. Like exactly the same yeah, thing. It's being so, funded and it, and, by, yeah. yeah, they're trying to get us hooked. It's like that, that, yeah. um, you know, like what drug dealers do. Yeah, it, it is. And, and, um, uh, and it's not, it's not a sustainable. And, and these guys who were talking, were all tech writers. So and what they didn't sort of talk about was this: how uh, you know the cost of computing just keeps on going down. And um, but it it is it is you know it, it every query costs you know a certain amount several, of money. Yeah, it's, it costs several. Uh, you know, not, it costs a fraction of a dollar. Well, yeah, um, but it but that's every query. Now I was talking to a friend today, and he he was uh, I got to pull it up, but. Um, he was saying that like, hey, you know, um, my job, he, he works in tech, it, it is, mm -hmm. um, is, uh, is being assailed because it like, it's like, uh, oh, he sent me this article um, about a writer who basically uses ChatGPT and to or AI models to to create art to to generate articles, and they're they he puts in sophistic this writer puts in sophisticated um, uh, uh, queries to to create these articles, and it costs him like a um, dollar an article, and mm -hmm. and they rank really highly on Google, so yeah. that generates revenue, mm -hmm. and it's just like, uh, and they're factually wrong. But it doesn't mm -hmm. matter, and that's a that's no. the thing that's crazy. They're eighty percent right, and, and clickbait is clickbait has always been wrong. Yeah, just now the AI can create it. Right, and it's eighty percent right, and costs a dollar a shot. It happens in thirty seconds. Why not do it? Right. What you're doing is you're arbit arbitraging um, something where somebody is willing to pay something, and they you know willing what does to pay arbitrage you, mean. That means taking advantage of a price uh, dis discrepancy. Mm. So, like, if bananas, uh, if you can sell bananas in Japan for a uh, hundred dollars a bunch, and you can buy them in 
United States for $10 a bunch and you can ship them to Japan for $10 and, and you, you buy them in, in the United States and you ship them to Japan, you make $80. That's arbitrage. Okay. So if you, if you, if you can sell an article for five, uh, a, a Buzzfeed type article for $5 and you get AI to make it for 10 cents, then you can do that. That's arbitrage. You take advantage of that while the people who are paying you $5 aren't paying attention and don't know that. Right, right. And that's a, the thing is like right now it's going to be a boom because there are, you can create content really easily right now uh, because not everybody is is wise to the to yeah to, to the gig yeah, and, and, and but at a certain point it's going to be um, the the gig is going to be up but so you should grab it while the grabbing's good yeah so if you're on Fiverr and you're being paid to you know make art for somebody. And then this person is paying you, you know, twenty dollars for uh, making making the art, or thirty dollars, or a hundred dollars, and then you can make it on, you know, Mid Journey or or uh, Dali for pennies. Then you know you can do that, but pretty soon your job is not going to exist. So you should take advantage of that while you can take advantage of that, and uh, and that's you know that's that's what's going to happen going forward. Um, the uh, uh, the thing, the thing about AI that, um, I mean, one one of the things they were talking about was that AI is going to probably, uh, like they they so they, it's going back to what you said. Change is happening, right? Technological change is happening, and so the and the writers are are trying to get that to not happen. And right, and they picked. They just picked a, a bad. If they'd gone a strike last year, they'd have been in a much better position. Yeah, yeah. So it's and, and, the like, and the yeah. fun. I mean, the, you you can't you can't write really. You couldn't write uh, like AI couldn't write the good place, right? But Fuck no, I pretty, I'm pretty sure AI could write King of Queens. You know, uh, season <laughs> six and seven. Yeah, easy. <laughs> I I mean, you know, there's a lot of. There's a lot of stuff that's not well, it, very high quality. There's well, not a lot, actually. You know, a lot of these things, they break a story, and then one writer like goes off and writes it, and then they all come back together and punch it up. So yeah. if you could have an AI do the writing part based on the, the outline in 30 seconds based, instead of a week, why wouldn't yep. you do that? No, it, it totally makes sense. I mean, it's just... You know, you you uh, and, and and you have something that everybody can then look at and critique and tear apart that exists, and it and it happened and, and it was presented in ten seconds. Yeah. Right. And and that's Wait, that's I, you know I, I said thirty. Like I want to I want to use your your algo, but go. Yeah. <laughs> so so that I mean you know as a writer, um, I know that my first draft is going to suck. And you have to get out that first draft so you can then rewrite it. So, but the, you can actually do a first draft, have an AI do the first draft, and then that sucks, and then you rewrite it. Yeah, and it takes a lot of pain away. I mean, it's not it's not the ideal way. Um, like ideally, you sh you can write it yourself, but you know, time is money, and like, and writing sucks. Writing is fucking you know hard. You know, the other thing about t time is also time. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Time is time. Fuck yeah. 
So, John, have you used AI in your um, to be to to help your career, life, world, anything? I have a I have a, a little a little bit. Now I'm I'm gonna I'm thinking about using it some more. I had an idea when Chat GPT was just released, and I thought uh, about about an AI thing, and so I asked Chat GPT to write a story about it. And then um, I said, "Oh, that's pretty good." Um, and then I um, it asked shows it you where John's standards are. But go yeah, on. Yeah, and then and and you know it was a good beginning. And then I asked it to come up with a um, uh, a an explanation of I asked it to explain some things to me um, about quantum mechanics, which had nothing to do with anything. And then I uh, and did then it I do a good job. To, uh, you know what? I don't know. Like I, I don't, I like I don't know what the fuck quantum quantum computing is. Like I really don't. I I've, I've watched so many videos and read yeah, articles. No. Have no idea. It's, no, it's I like don't beyond either. my little brain. I don't either. Shelley's uh, uh, co uh, second cousin is is a quantum computing guy. And oh, he must I so much. He must be so much fun at Thanksgiving. Ugh. He's a nice guy. He's not a great conversationalist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. But anyway, the, uh, 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 yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's like, you know, <laughs> all right. He's a nerd. He's right. a nerd with right. a capital N. So the, um, anyway, it, I, I, so I asked and, and then the other thing I'm doing is I have this really great project that I have created. That's a historical, um, TV series that, um, is, would cost, you know, $50 million an episode um, to make. So I'm trying to figure out a way and I'm so excited about it. I'm trying to get it, figure out a way to get the story out into the world. And I was thinking maybe I just turn it into novels. Um, and so the current idea is to turn it into a podcast with illustrations. And so I'm trying to get those illustrations from, uh, AI and I've gotten some that are pretty darn cool. Which one are you using? I'm using mid journey right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. That's on uh, on Discord, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and cool. uh, it's it's interesting what it, it the things if you ask it to do certain things, it's like, oh my god, that's fantastic! And then like I've been asking it to to uh, uh, a, a knight fighting a, a an alligator. Whoa! Don't give it's, it. Don't give all your secrets away. No, so it's all right. So the, a knight fighting a, a giant alligator cannot draw a fucking alligator that looks like an alligator. It's just not even it looks they all look like weird like dragons try just, crocodile i did no i i, did. I tried everything and it still doesn't look anything like uh, everything else looks great isn't that you funny know? it's just so funny yeah, they, like the weird things like hands and fingers and whatever like, yeah. yeah oh my god i i, I the, both of these characters uh in the story uh use uh, the main characters use bow and arrow Fucking Mid Journey and Dali cannot draw nope. bows and arrows. Nope. At all. It, it and it looks like it's just like a fantastic drawing of a person on horseback doing something with some strings. Right. <laughs> right. And, and that 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 is like interesting. Um Yeah, I, I've I find it fascinating, like the when you find shortcomings and and you find the the flaws, it's like so baffling because it does everything else so well. Yeah, yeah, um, it's I, weird. Yeah, like I used it, 
I used uh, ChatGPT for my work, and I needed uh-huh. it to do some something. And I said, write a script for me to do X, Y, Z. And like, yeah. you know, I have uh, this is a Python script, and I, I have a little bit of experience with it. It would have taken me like three days and like a bunch of frustration to to make that happen and stealing mm-hmm. a, a bunch of other people's code. Um, and it did it in 30 seconds. And I, I was like, oh, it didn't work. And then like, here's your problem. And oh, you're right. And and it, it, it automated something that would have taken me days to do. And so uh, it, it's kind of awesome. And it's a really, if you're, planning to be a programmer out there i hate to say it like your days are numbered and yeah. um like yeah it, they really are like, it, it's funny because the guys the guys on uh, on the podcast uh, the technique podcast i was listening to they pointed out that um uh programmers for years have basically been going oh that you have that there's a problem that needs to happen okay let me get to work on it over over stack find a template yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that solves this stack problem. Stack overflow, yeah. Stack overflow, yeah. Fit it in, and then and then uh, stay up all night watching um, the good place, and right, then right, right. come in, next next day. You're like, yeah, I got it done. Yeah, I created this whole thing. <laughs> oh, that's that's exactly how I did everything I've ever done. Like the like the the handful of of coding things I've ever ever done, and I'm terrible at it. I, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but it, it really was. I was like, okay, I want you to do this on one line and then this and then i want you to do this and it was like a you know five lines of like do do those five things mm-hmm. and, and it gave me perfect code and and i yeah. was able to to like decipher it and be like yeah the, the, i'm not gonna like they're not putting a virus on on my computer with, from this right. you know and it was it was awesome uh, what was it that you wanted it to do can you and describe it or is it just not even worth it? It's not even worth it. it, it it's just okay. like such a, a banal like uh, scraping of things. And and then I was like, oh, well now I like, I, I just found like um, I can go on goodwill.com like or shopgoodwill.com and you can get like cool like because I've been like uh, buying vinyl, you know, like records. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you your Gordon Lightfoot collection. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Do you have any Barry Manilow yet? Uh, not yet, no. But yeah. but I can like I can create a script that will scrape the Goodwill shop Goodwill and really, uh, sure, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. It, you can do anything. It's 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 ridiculous, and in a way, it's liberating, and in a way, it's scary, and. But like you said, John, this is just the way. This is the new reality. And you can yep. either adapt to it, and that—that's my thing about. Uh, I, I'm a. Uh, I've. I'm a member of. I've been a member of two or three unions in my life. Um, I'm a current member of, of the Screen Actors Guild, AFTRA, and. Um, but I, I'm just like, if something does something better, is that the reason why? A, is is that justification for a union to to press it down? You know, to to right. yeah to suppress it's, it. It's uh, no, it's it's tough. I mean, I was I was talking to my son about this, um, and I and I said to him, you know, the argument that people deserve Nobody to deserves be able to anything. Play, you know what he said to me? 
He said, "You okay, boomer?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. And I said, "I am not a boomer, you little fucking asshole." Yeah, if I could get out of this chair, I would whip you into shape. Boomers, your mother is a boomer. I'm not a boomer. Yeah, because I'm not. His Generation X starts oh, barely, the year barely, I was born. Barely, yeah. Barely not a boomer. Yes, uh, but yeah, it was funny because it was like, uh, and then I said, "That's not fair. That's that's so dismissive." And he said, "You're being dismissive." And I was like, "No, I He's don't." He's got a point. Being, maybe I am being dismissive, but it is the argument that it's been this way before, and it should continue to be this way. That's right. what you're fighting for. That, I mean, the, the, the writers are trying to find a way to have a, 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 um, a way of making a living in this new paradigm. That's what they're trying to do. But they, it doesn't make sense to say, but it worked before better for us. So now you have to make it work the same way. It's like, mm, right, no, we right. don't have to. Yeah. The, the, the argument has to be like, well, if you don't, and they just don't have any leverage, you know, and that's it goes back to that real politic thing of of these different sides have different uh, motivations. And the fact that fucking executives are making so much fucking money um, that it's that's really a, a problem for our economy and it's a problem for and everybody and that. But but they have the power. Yeah. So it, how are we going to the only way to sort of take that back? I heard something else. I don't know if this is true, but um, I heard something on some podcast I was listening to that there hasn't been a law that has been um, that has hurt the interests of billionaires passed in this country for something like forty years. Well, I, I believe that. I mean that 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 tracks. It certainly seems like it tracks. And so, I, and I, I I think I was talking to uh, and actually I was talking to my son. He said I don't I don't know if that's true. What about um, uh, AMA uh, Obamacare? And I'm like, no. That didn't hurt billionaires mm -hmm. at all. I mean, I guess he was thinking that it hurt um, insurance companies, but it didn't. No. It didn't hurt really anybody's bottom line. It just gave people a, a, a way to get insurance when it was impossible to get insurance before. People still have to pay for it. Yeah. And, and they get shitty insurance. Um, but, but at least it's insurance. No, exactly. I mean, I mean which is which is be, like barbaric, you know. Yeah, it is. It's barbaric, but you know, you. It's better. It's better to. Uh, can you still hear me? Oh yes. yeah. My my headphones might die. Jesus. Oh, I'm sorry. Um. So uh. Yeah. So it used to be if you broke your arm and you weren't insured, you it was that was the end of your financial life. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It still is true, but you can get insurance even if you don't have a job. That is at least a little bit better than it used to be. Well, yeah. I mean, if we eliminated um, private insurance or if, if we had Medicare for all, it would it would enable so many people to do interesting things, but not a perfect well, thing. Not a perfect... I, I think, I mean, the thing is, I, I have faith that we'll adapt. The problem is, is that we've had this ish, this, this long-going sort of thing where... People, it, it used to be, you know, uh, four hundred when I was when I was born. Um, you had the uh, the, the lord, the, the midwife was there. Um, no, it was it was earlier than it, the, oh, we didn't sorry. have midwives. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Babies were just pooped out in the street. 
<laughs> no, I was talking about feudalism, right? There was no it, it, the peasants would work for on the land for the guys with swords, and then the guys with swords would work for the would work for the guys with armies, and they were kings and lords and stuff. And 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 the uh, the people with the uh, the swords who owned the land would either take care of their peasants or they wouldn't. It was up to them. They did, you know, and if and they usually took care of their peasants because there was this sense of it's better if the peasants are kind of not starving to death because if they starve to death, then, you know, who's going to shine my boots. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, and, and, and if you, if you make them too angry, they might, you know, get uppity, uh, uppity and, and then you have to kill them. Um, and then you have to bury them and who's going to bury them if everyone's mad at you. So, um, anyway, so that was basically the way it worked. And then, and then along comes capitalism and, Instead of working for uh, whoever owns the land, you start working for money, and it worked out pretty well. Not great, but it works out so that most people, like in this country, can make enough money to eat and find a place to live based on their work and some pe- and what they own. Right. So you make money from stuff you own, and you make money from stuff you do. But if you get to a point with all of this automation. Like and we went through a transition where all the factory jobs went away over to overseas mostly and and to automation, and now we've got all of a sudden we've got this automation and this automation one of the things that it's going to be able to do is just like eliminate podcasters of of lawyers. I don't know. This is a very and I'm still going to make money doing a podcast. You're going to make as much money as you're making now. Exactly. I don't think my income is going to change at all. But the, you know, there's going to be there's all these uh, these jobs that are going to probably be eliminated that are the sort of the uh, what most people do, which are those middle management. Like, like for instance, in a, in a law firm, like all of the low-level associates and all the paralegals, I think they can all be replaced pretty soon because their jobs, a lot of those jobs are reading reams of boring shit and summarizing it and finding stuff in reams of boring shit. And AI is going to be able to to solve that, to generate, you know, legal forms and stuff like that. And there's going to be people who have to check that. But I think that, so I think that there's, I think that, you know, we're going to get to um, either, uh, I think we're going to get to universal basic in- income faster than. Well, but see, I don't think that's, I don't think that's going to be good because it's only going to, I, I think that's, you're right, but it's only going to put people at a, just a baseline income. You know, yeah, which is yeah, but which was, is bad, yeah. and then the people who own the algos are going to be the ones owning us. Uh, there's a mm-hmm. there's a website called WillRobotsTakeMyJob dot com. You can yeah, plug, nice. yeah, go plug in your uh, your career there, your your job, and it'll tell you whether you're going to be replaced or not. Um, I'm. What does, what does it say about podcasters? Oh. Um, well, I'll, I'll let you know, but um, it, you know, for my money job, it says that like it's there's an eighty percent likely chance that it will take my job. But I actually don't think that's for my particular um, job. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, podcasters, it doesn't it doesn't have uh, an example. It doesn't have any data, but. Um, for the work I do, I, I think it requires a, a, enough um, abstract thought that it, it's not going to be possible. 
um, at, at the current level. But um, you know, I, I part of my job is to to uh, understand customers, and 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 I don't know if if AIs are are capable of of understanding that just yet. Um, mm-hmm. But not to say that it's it, it couldn't take a lot of the work that uh, in my field that is done, um, and yeah. it will take a lot of the work in in voice acting and acting. Like it's gonna yeah. happen, you know. It's 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 really it's it's scary, and at the same time, it's kind of exciting to see what people who don't have access to studio resources uh, and and big money things can do with, with, um, AI generated stuff. It's, it's exciting. Yeah. I'm Mm -hmm. like you said, we can't stop it. So we need to embrace it and do it in a way that's, uh, um, well, so I was thinking about like, uh, the strike and, and you were saying that like writers are in a really bad position right now. Another reason why they're in a bad position is because um, Netflix is doing really well with with international content. So I watch a bunch of I don't know Korean at all, but I watch a bunch of Korean shows. I watch. You don't know any Koreans? uh, No, I'd say Korean. Just kidding. Um, You uh, don't speak Korean. I don't know any Korean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, And I just like there's so much rich content out there there i don't know what the union laws are like in in south korea uh, but the content keeps coming right now and and it's not just i mean it's it's everywhere yeah it's coming from and and the funny thing is is that if 10 years ago nobody in the united states and i you know i'm exaggerating but no nobody in the united states would watch something with subtitles right right doesn't make any difference now at all to anybody. Yeah. Everybody will watch subtitles. So uh, as much as I'm sympathetic to to the writers, um, the WGA writers, uh, most of my friends are TV writers. And I'm just like, I, I don't know what to do. You know, like I, I, of course I sympathize with them, but like it's a different world. I remember when... Uh, back in the 90s, like if you were a writer on a hit sitcom, you would immediately get like a nine figure deal with with a uh, a network like, oh, we're mm-hmm. going to do a development deal with so and so, so and so and who worked on, you know, whatever show and um, and they just bought a house in the Hollywood Hills and mm-hmm. and. Like it seemed ridiculous, and all, and my feeling was like, well, obviously it's profitable for the studios because they're paying yeah. it, right. and and now it's not, and maybe mm-hmm. it's just a a regular middle class job like being doing what I do, you know, mm-hmm. and maybe that's okay. Like I make a good good living, so I'm I'm happy what I do. Yeah. But I'm not going to get. I mean, a, I'm not going to get fucked. A similar, rich. a similar, similar thing happened um, with uh, with acting, with commercial acting. Oh my god! I made stupid money off of stupid work. 
Yeah. Yeah. When... Yeah. There's, there's, there's very few people that can make a, I mean, there used to be, this town used to be filled with people who um, made a few commercials uh, like you, yeah. a couple every, every year, one or two, and that was enough to keep them going for the whole year yeah. because Completely. you'd be on broadcast and it would get shown again and you keep on getting residual checks. Yeah. And, and, and you know, yeah. the job was getting the job. That was the job. The right. actual working, you know, it took was, like was you know, a day. Yeah. And, and now uh, it's hard to have like sympathy for for um, someone with a network show which got like a million views. And then you look at a YouTube video that got like 10 million views, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I don't know what the solution is. I, I just think... I, I really don't know. It, it's 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 change. It's a it, it it's a it's an inflection point. This this I mean I I was telling my students this is an in this is like the moment, like this year is gonna is is gonna be the uh it's an implosion and reconstruction of Hollywood and and television and film because of this strike happening at a time when everything is in flux and changing and, um, and AI is coming along and, 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 you know, people are talking about like, I mean, anim animation and, 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 uh, in terms uh, apparently I, I didn't save it, but there's, there's some place you can, you can make, uh, uh, AI can make, you know, 10 second or 20 second animations based on your description. Oh my God. It, it's incredible. Quarter Crew did an amazing uh, video, a um, manga um, or anime video that was just like so convincing in how, um, like how well it was, uh, look it up, Quarter Crew on, on YouTube anime. Mm -hmm. um, it was just so well done and it wasn't perfect, but like they're not anime producers, but if you if you were in that world, you would use that tool to uh, the AI tools to generate your content, and it would just make your lives so much easier. And it sucks in many ways, and it's also exciting in many ways. And um, anyhow, hold on, just a second. <laughs> Um, We're gonna dip into the mail sack. Mail oh. sack, mail sack. I wanna get my hands in that mail sack. Wait, I, I didn't mean to press that. Shit, shit. How do I get that back? How do I get that? How do I get John? Uh, yeah, that was great. Damn it. That was great. Um. All right. So we got something from Chelsea in um in Alberta. Awesome. Hi, Chelsea in Alberta. Yeah, I hope you're doing well. Uh, Canada, Canada, um, and wildfires have well, been horrible. Oh my God! Yeah, I, I, you know, I didn't even know that until Chelsea. I, I just us. heard about it this morning. Yeah, somebody described it as being in hell because there's so many fires all over Alberta. That's insane. Because LA yeah. is like like moist and dank. Um, so that, that's the only frame of reference I have. So I figure the rest of the world must be just like us, right? Just wait till July. Marty. I know. All of the, no, no. Yeah, all exactly. of this stuff is oh, thank God. Uh, when I see everything aflame, I'm going to be so happy. Burst into flames. So in happy. <laughs> um, 
but Chelsea did say that they're getting some rain, so hopefully it'll help. Um, okay. I loved your discussion on nuance, and I agree it's not simple, and people don't just don't want a discussion anymore. If you want to discuss and debate, you're automatically a bad person, and it's frustrating. Yeah. That, I mean, that, that is the definition of this podcast. When I try and have a nuanced Shut conversation the fuck with somebody, up. and I can't, I just want to punch him in the nose. And the person, when I say someone, I mean you. Shut the fuck up. So I will turn your mic off. I will turn your mic off. You, you, are you no, shut. Fuck you, you shut. Fuck you and oh, everyone who looks like you. you. Fuck you and the horse you rode in on, motherfucker. I'll admit that I was originally completely against J.K. Rowling. Uh, then the nuance of the topic got to me, and now I'm not really sure how I feel. I'm completely for trans rights, as we all are, but I also feel like a trans woman is not the same as a, I don't know even what to call it, a, a biological woman, a person sure. with a vagina. <laughs> the Dylan Mulvaney controversy has been tough on me as well. That's the Bud Ooh. Light. Uh, she's um, she's oh, the, the, the trans influencer who... Yeah. Had the uh, and then caused uh, Kid Rock to to shoot his AR fifteen and I mean yeah yeah um so can she really talk about what it's like being a woman when she grew up a man and didn't have the same restrictions and bias put on her what is she talking about what it's like to be a woman um yeah what's the definition of a woman and like most things should we be lumping all women together or accept that there are differences even if you grow up with uh, the same sexual parts i'm also confused when it comes to sports as i understand why some women don't want trans women to compete with them especially when they make their lively uh, they make their livelihood by competing maybe sports bodies need to change completely from the gender uh, binary uh, the, mm. But then, what's the distinction? Testosterone levels? Something else? Sorry for rambling. No, don't apologize, Chelsea. Uh, yeah, don't, I don't apologize. Have the Marty rambles all the time. Oh my God, that's my stock and trade. I Why absolutely this fucking does. Podcast is two hours long. This is such. I, by the way, uh, Chelsea, you did such a great job of encapsulating so many difficult questions in one very succinct um, email. So thank you for doing that. I I don't have an answer. Like that I mean and that's the thing is like there are no easy answers to to these questions. And wait, there are easy answers. They're just not good ones. That's true. You're you're <laughs> absolutely right. I I apologize. The easy answer is oh, if you got a dig you're a guy. If you don't you're a girl. Like but that's pretty good. That's yeah. a pretty good easy answer. Yeah, that that's the yep. easy answer. But you like I having um it wasn't until recently that I, I had a someone who transitioned a, a good friend who transitioned and it was like it was really um not difficult, but it was like it, it really made me think much more about the issue. Uh-huh. You know, and when you when it's in the abstract, you're like, oh yeah, like people should be what they want to be, and um, and I had two incidences. Uh, one was uh, uh, somebody who's an athlete um, who was um, well, she she passed away, but she was the the world champion in her um, in her 
sport, sport. Uh, and then a trans sports a hard word to, to get. Well, it, it is a little more complicated than that, but okay, um, sorry. But the there a trans athlete came in, and then who was formerly a male, uh, um, mm. and was like six feet ten, and and just like much more physically dominant and it was like much more difficult so she lost her, her place as as uh, the world champion and uh it was hard for me to be like because i i didn't feel like this person was like i'm not um i'm not a champion as a male so i'm therefore going to transition you don't think they did that? No, I don't think so. Because no, I, no they didn't do that. No, it I, doesn't mean it. That doesn't mean it doesn't seem. It doesn't mean that it's not fair. It, right, right. But the motivations behind it were not somehow like um, opportunistic. It, it was, you know, it, it's a very difficult. I mean, it's it, it's complicated. And then the the other one was just like a someone who I'd worked with for over a year, and and like we hung out and had beers and and then all of a sudden we were hung out and having beers and and they were wearing a skirt and and um like had gone through hormone therapy and it was uh i, I was like i couldn't have been more happy for them uh for her yeah. and, and it was like it's so exciting to see how um how much happier they became as a result of yeah that. So yep. like I'm 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 so much I'm very sympathetic to th that that transition of of towards freedom. Mhm. Mm yes. And at the same time here's the thing. I know somebody who uh transitioned um and um I I'm related to a number of people who transitioned. Um we're in the process of transitioning. Um and uh there's <laughs> There's a, a, just because, yeah, yeah, just because somebody is, um, a, 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 in, in a, in, 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 is transitioning or is a, um, uh, a non-binary or is, um, someone who, who can't, who is, uh, in a, uh, has, uh, in a, a class or has has experienced discrimination or just because they're in whatever category we're talking about does not mean they're not an asshole that's the that's the funny thing there are some people who are dicks um who don't have dicks or used to have dicks there's a there's one person in particular that i'm thinking of who um transitioned and um and is is just a total uh, asshole about everything and blames um uh racism and um and transphobia on uh people not liking them when the people don't like them because they're an they're asshole. a dick yeah they're an asshole um yeah and so it's it's you know it doesn't it doesn't excuse everything and you know jk rowling i heard you know i didn't wasn't paying attention jk rowling said some stuff and then, then, and all, all I heard was she said some stuff that was completely outrageous, and then she doubled down on it. And I was like, "Well, that's too—that's disappointing." And then I found out what she actually said, 
And I, I was like, no, that was kind of tone deaf, but not like egregious. Right. right. No, there is nuance to what she says, but it's still, it, it's still transphobic in many ways. You know, it's sort of yeah. It's it's sort yeah, of yeah. it's sort of like saying you don't you don't you don't get to say that you're have the same experience of sexism that I do, and it's like so well okay, but you know it's also like. But if most people who are trans have their own things that oh they've dealt God. with, oh my God! Like much worse, and, much and, worse. And for somebody, and for somebody who is actually the second richest person in England, besides the fucking king, to weigh in in this way, who it got that way because she wrote books about wizards. It's kind of like maybe you should shut, shut, the shut fuck up. up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Maybe you and uh, what's his name, uh, Kylie Irving, should go and just go yeah. on vacation and not talk. Right, right, and, and that's the thing is like, it, even though there was validity to those arguments, and and I totally agree that there's a, a portion of every um, every movement out there that is strident and tone deaf and and not open to nuance which is what chelsea was uh, emailing about yeah like you it like it doesn't mean that you're right and and right and i think that um part of what uh she does uh not chelsea but um jk rowling does is cherry pick and 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 like play the victim uh in, in that in in that fight um i'm there there is a podcast that was done by um it's called uh, uh, something about the um, well uh, the witch trials of jk rowling or i forget what it's called but um and it was it's hosted by fred phelps's daughter uh, you know, I don't know who Fred Phelps is. Oh, uh, the the is that the, the woman who's hosting the podcast? That's uh, her father is Fred Phelps. That's yeah. who he is. Yeah, the don't say gay guy. Guy, you know. I don't know who that is. Oh, he's like God hates fags. That that's that, that guy. Oh, who who protests at like all the veterans' funerals and oh, like geez. yeah, but no, but she um she's actually really interesting. She's um. Uh oh shit I got to go. um uh but she's like great because she left that like um uh-huh. so she's got interesting things to say Oh my god yeah and she's so she's so insightful and interesting um but That's great Yeah but I don't want to listen to Jake Rowling really talk about this because I No uh, yeah so it, it Megan, Megan Phelps Roper, that's her name, um, and she's nice. she's great. She's I, I like she's thoughtful. Um, yeah, I just to me I feel like uh, I don't want to listen to any billionaire. Basically, you know. I no. Mean, well, and, if and, I make if I become a billionaire, will you stop listening? Oh wait, you don't listen to me anyway. Uh, um, oh, I thought you were a billionaire. Uh, is that why you have me on the show? No, so, that's why I stopped listening to you. Oh, so here's the thing: is can we just can we just take a moment and and say that we got an email saying that the Nooner podcast is good on nuance? Can we just take, take a <laughs> no, moment. And, no, I can't. It's too. Is that just? It's too difficult. 
it's well that I think that's a comment on our society as a whole rather than that we so so Marty, what do we want? Um, Nuanced debate. When do we want it? Whenever is convenient. You and... know, whenever you feel comfortable. Uh, I'm, I'm. Oh easy. my god! Yeah, my writer friend was just like he was trying to get me into the the chance and was like I I you know I'm part of SAG I'm a part of the union now but I also have a regular job and uh, um you know the thing that we can do to support our writer friends is to I I kind of can't because I use these things in my job but you know it's to stop your subscriptions to things yeah so that's something that people can do I, and I, the thing is you want to support the union because they are fighting for something. It's just that the rhetoric doesn't make any sense. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I think you're absolutely right. And it's it's kind of like um, in, in the L.A. Harbor, um, in, like the the long down in Long Beach, it's the the biggest hub of of import export commerce in the U.S. In, in Long is it Beach. the biggest hub in in the U.S. No, it's not in the U.S. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's where, like, like at my wedding, I was worried because, like, I got a. a you got cheap... married down there, and no, in I got the, it. The, I, I bought it. I bought a cheap suit from China, and they're like, and the guy was just like, he's like, hey, um, just so you know, might not come in, but I've got a backup ready for you, and uh, because they were waiting there, but, but if you go there, there there's a part of it that is completely automated and it is just like it's these robots moving you know these giant containers around but it's a very it's not the entire system because the unions have been like yeah uh we'll give you this much and they they were wrong well not they were wrong but they they lost a lot by giving that up because it's so much more efficient than everything else that, that the humans do. So this yeah. could all be automated. It would eliminate tons of jobs and would get all our shit, all our stupid Bluetooth headphones and, you know, wedding outfits to us much quicker, but at the cost of jobs. And that is the, yeah. that is the tension that we're at right now. Well, people have to do something. Hey, Marty, we've got like, five minutes are we going to talk about the afi top 100 uh yeah let me just get to anthony's e email he says oh, okay hi everyone it's been a while since i sent an email um uh so his so anthony lives in moab utah oh yeah anthony yeah I'm, uh, anthony. yeah and he's he's great and he's um uh, we love our listeners. We love all of our all seven of our listeners. We love them all. Well, especially Anthony, and yes. he's has uh, MS, and um, yeah, and uh, he says that his MS has stopped. Uh, it's not getting worse or better. And oh, good. Yeah, and he's finished his chicken coop. He has six, six baby chicks. His oh, son good. Is three today. Uh, my my mother just has a bunch of baby chicks as well um just oh really gotta make it about me you know but yeah 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 and then um uh also something kind of sweet the utvs that are terrorizing and torturing my community are finally through their helmets to quiet their giant vibrating adult toys 
Um, that's great. Oh, they, they did they was it a legal thing or or was it? Uh, did it say that they just stopped being so loud? Uh, I I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't. Oh, say. they just okay. In that's closing, good. I'm thank glad. you for all you're doing and uh, to help the depression. I um, I was in. You could not imagine. You have got me through the toughest time in my life. That makes us so happy. We do amazing. No, we make nonsense. We we just we bicker well, and well, poke at each other. And you make nonsense. I make cogent points, and you make nonsense. So you know, I'm going to give you more of the credit for the nonsense. Oh, I think. Hey, yeah. I'm responsible. Yay for me! <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> okay, John. Uh, so the the task from like a zillion years ago was name three movies that are not in the AFI top 100 that should be. Oh yeah. So, uh, you acted uh, like it was a surprise, but you just brought this up. No, I, I know. I was just thinking we would talk about it a little bit bit more. uh, Oh, do you want to talk about Anthony more? No, let's talk, let's talk about this and then we'll, uh, so what, what are yours? I've got mine. No, you, I kind you, of, you start. You brought it up. My, my, I just watched everything everywhere all at once, three times over the past two days with my class, and that is one of the very best movies ever made. Watching it over and over again, you not only appreciate it's impossible would, would that you, it works. Would you get when you watch it multiple times that you didn't appreciate the first two times? You know. Um, the, uh, well, the, it should, it should actually win the editing and, and production design awards for like the last decade, the, the, the planning, the apparent plan. I mean, I, maybe they did it in different ways, but the, the editing in that movie is a stunt. They go from one location to another and it's, it's that Sherlock Jr. thing, but they're in mo- motion and they're in action. Okay. That, that's a Buster Keaton reference. Um, yeah. Yeah. Where, so they're yeah. they're they're in like you there's do a, these match the fight, cuts. The final fight between um, uh, Michelle uh, Yao and and Stephanie Shu characters um, goes across multiple um, spaces and and different styles, but they're doing exactly the same fight, and it's completely seamless. And then it stops on on uh, on uh, the uh, what are the things that you hit. Uh, with the, to have candy in them, pinata. Yeah, it stops on the pinata, and it, you know, and and at and says, "Oh, we could just hang her." I mean, that the it's there's so much, so many sequences that are astonishing, and yet, I mean, the ending of that movie, um, where where they hug. Oh my God, I'm gonna start crying. It's yeah. and it's all of the this. I mean, completely. The only, it's amazing, but, but it's complete. And 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 not only that, but it, it its message is um is so so fucking rich and universal in many ways. Universal, touching, and and also not simple. No, at all. No, if you want about if you want to have nuance in the movie, watch that movie. But um, it also reiterates what you were talking about uh, uh, about technology like uh this is a relatively low budget movie and they're so hard to believe that it's low budget yeah yeah and and if you watch 
the the behind the scenes and all that stuff but also the editing itself like this is stuff that you can do with off the shelf um editing software that you can get for free oh yeah but you couldn't have done that in the film era and that's no. what is so to to your point of like hey this is the new reality and we just have to embrace it and and also at the same time look out to make sure that the profits go to all the right places but this is the new way of of telling stories and, and it's it's just refreshing and, and amazing and exciting it's it's uh virtuoso writing and virtuoso directing coupled with planning that is yes a mind boggling yes just the, the when you storyboarding plan, you get the more you plan the better off you are yeah and it just totally works i mean i can I can, there's little tiny things that I can find fault with it. For and sure. That's just. Okay. And so, it's all, it all has to do with, and then, so that's one. And okay. Then wait, let me, wait, let me give you, okay, go let ahead. me give you my sure. one and we'll go back and forth. Yeah. So uh, in, in that sense, I, I would say Parasite is, is a movie that's not on the, the AFI top 100. That is an amazing movie that has like, Again, there's some amazing technology that's used in there. Look at the behind-the-scenes stuff that they used. Uh, had a bigger budget than than this uh, than everything everywhere all at once. Um, great acting, also uh, a social commentary movie that was high tech that doesn't feel like a social commentary movie with high tech elements in it, and. Um, and I just found it so effective and smart and affecting and and just uh, uh, great on all levels, for sure. That's yeah, it's a great movie. Um, did you understand the assignment? <laughs> Three movies that were pick a movie, a good best movie that wasn't on the top AFI one hundred. Then the top AFI one hundred is the top one hundred American movies. Uh, uh, well, I, I okay. Then I'll pick an. Uh, wait, that, but there are not American movies on there. There are English movies yes, on there. No, they're all American movies. They're made by English directors. Okay, then that's not an all-American movie. Then so no, yes, it is. They're all made by Americans. No, you just said that they're made by English people. They're made. They're made in, in uh, America. Al right, Pitchcock. You're, you're, you're Alex, moving the Alex, goalposts, John. No, I'm, not. I'm not. I'm. Parasite is a perfectly, a perfectly reasonable answer, and I, 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 I just that it's, there's a reason why that wouldn't be on the top 100 because it's a, it's a, a Korean movie. All right. So, I'm sorry. But anyhow, sorry but anyhow no, no. You said the 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 ask was pick a movie that is not. On the AFI top 100, I'll, so I'm, okay, so right. I accept you, your apology. I accept your apology. Oh, oh, you just, you just backed, you just muted yourself. No, I, yeah, I, my, my headphones died. Can you hear me still? Ah, uh, yeah, but you sound so much better now. I do, I do, don't I? 
Well, kind of, kind of, sort of. I could have sounded like this the whole time. No, you don't sound better. You you sound like, it's like a mezzo-mezzo type of situation. All right, what's your second movie? No, no, your set. What's your second movie? No, you you go, you go. Okay, one, one, okay. You know right. what? Here's an American fucking movie. You fucking oh, thank God. purist. Thank fucking God. Harold and fucking Maude. Hal, oh, okay. Hal Ashby. Uh, this is a movie that came out in like 1973, four, something like that. Um, yeah. it, it it is a a fantastic movie. Um, about uh, um. So Hal Ashby was like this sort of counterculture filmmaker uh, who did things like Five Eight Easy Pieces and you look him up. Um, just did all the some um, being there with with the Peter Sellers, but there's something just pure and um, weird. And it, it was my introduction into weirdness at, yep. at, when I was a kid, and I saw it. Um, um, What's his name? Uh, who who's uh, the the lead in it? Um, oh, uh, Bud Court, you know. Yeah, Bud Court. Who I I knew I I became um, you know I met him uh, several times and just like a wonderful guy, and but it was just so weird being like wait, like I, I met him in his older age and, and like you're. But I mean, it was, I was, that was like one of the most starstruck, starstruck I've ever been um, meeting Bud Court. And he, it's just a fabulous movie about just pain and existence and love. I got to say um, that one of the, one of the movies that's on the 100 um, is Easy Rider. Yeah. And, and I think Harold, Harold and Maude is a gazillion times better. Yeah. And, and Cat Stevens, the songs that they do in, in, in that are just so good. Um, yeah. It, it's a joyful movie. Yeah. No, it's fantastic. Yeah. Every, if, it, you, if you haven't watched it, stop the podcast. Just go watch that movie. It's, it's one of... It's no, a, no, no. Don't stop. We're going to stop the podcast ourselves in a minute. So just wait for a second. Nobody wants to hear your fucking second movie or my movies. Like, no, Harold and Maude. All right, done. you're right. Go watch Harold and Maude. Okay, and then go. with What's yours? Uh, my, uh, my second movie is um, uh, Hidden Figures. Wow. And the white apologist speaks. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I, 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 I apologize, John. I, uh, go, uh, go on, go on. I, uh, I just think it's really good, and yeah, uh, but is I it really like it? Yeah. And, so uh, I think I, I really thought it was well made. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I pick movies that I, I show in my class, and and I, 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 I watched it a, a million times. And um, it is really excellent. Um, and every time I watch it, I go, this is really excellent. For a lot of the same reasons that, I mean, everything about it is good. It's really great acting. It's really great writing. It's incredible directing. Um, it's an exciting story. And uh, it's it, great design. It, it, it's good. 
Is it accurate? No. <laughs> I mean, no. It's not. It's not. Which it's, is such a great point. Is it doesn't need to be accurate. To most movies are not accurate. Right. 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 I mean, I could. I tell my. You know, this. Oh, oh, Harold yeah, Maud, not accurate at all. <laughs> John. 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 Well, I mean, everything all at once is is completely. Uh, there, there's a, a great moment where he meets his uncle who who has a paralyzed um, arm and uses like has a, a little thread to uh, string to, to, to salute and it, it's just so hilarious and ridiculous but obviously that never has never happened you know no 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 never in real life that, that that's that he you're talking about Harold and Maude, not Hidden Figures. Right, right, right. Okay, just so people understand. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go with. I, I feel this is kind of lame. Uh, it's not lame because it's a really good movie, but uh, the movie I'm gonna say is Get Out because that's also a movie that I show in my class. And I. Oh my uh, god! Such an apology, a white apology. Oh god! I know, right? I mean, the thing about what you said is that a, it's really mean. It's really dismissive. I know it's it's so terrible. It's kind it's, of it's true. just dumb, and it's uh, it makes me feel really bad about myself, <laughs> and uh, it's just really, uh, yeah. So uh, so anyway, uh, Get Out is really good. And, yeah, uh, but so what do you think? I, I think What's that you're question? right. I think Get Out is fantastic. It's it's a really great movie, and it's a it AFI or whatever these like hoity-toity like lists don't favor genre films which is a shame afi list is is uh like i i point out to my class that when i talk about the the new hollywood era like 25 of the movies in afi's list come from 1967 to 1980 and that is just a reflection of the people who made the list yeah and then and then there's four, four like four by scorsese it's just if I this just thing, but I, I start I I I tried to, I I realized I only watched eighty one of them, and I watched City Lights. I'm in the middle of watching City Lights, which is Chaplin's silent film. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, but you know, I'm I mean, just saying it's really good. No, it's funny, and but does it have the emotional resonance of say Harold and Maude? You know, it's no. No, it's different. It's very separate. But it's really good. It's yeah. just really good. That's but you know, saying. you know, I if I were going to talk about American films, I would talk about the right stuff. I would talk about yeah. Um, Zodiac is a, one of my favorite films. Um, uh, that, that is like Fight Club. If you want, if you want me to throw out a movie no, that I think I is. Really I don't. I don't like Fight Club. You don't like Fight Club? Uh, I I think it's I think it's deceptive and and but uh, and there there are good parts to it for sure. All right. How about uh, you know my my favorite two of my favorite movies that uh, are comedies are um, Caddyshack and yes. huh? Yes, Caddyshack I'm, I'm, and Galaxy Quest. I love it. One of the best movies. Oh my god! That so oh my god! Oh yes, I actually yeah I I bought it because I was trying to show uh, my niece like a good movie and like. That is that was the first one that came to mind. I don't know why it didn't come to mind here, but that is 
a fantastic film. You know why I didn't mention those before? It's because they're mostly white people. Uh, Tony Shalhoub is, uh, according to to my um, my friend, who's um, uh, uh, Jay Herrick. He's he's um, shoot. Uh, where is he from? Anyhow, he he said like, um, oh Jay, yeah. Jay, whose real name is Jihad. Jihad, yeah. Jihad. Lebanon. Yeah, he said, I'm the second funniest Lebanese actor out there after Tony Shalhoub. And I just thought yeah. that, like, the, that's like such a great calling card um, yeah. out there. Um, I'm, by the way, he's not, but, um, but he's funny. He's not the second funniest? No, he's like the fourth. He's like the fourth funniest. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. But, I've but had the Tony, privilege of working I, I with think, several, yeah, several funny Lebanese Galaxy actors. Is, has, is, a, is, mostly, is, is a mostly white cast. And you said, no, it's not. Tony Shalhoub is in it. What is Tony Shalhoub like playing like 60% of the movie or something? What are you saying? Wait, he's huge in the movie. What are you talking about? What is your point, John? Still, most of the other people are white people. I know, um, and there, there was no, there was no fucking Sulu in there. I was ready to go there. Yeah, you should have been in that movie. God damn it! Fuck you, um, whoever, whoever, Dean Parasote. What's um, your last one? What? Oh, What's your last. Oh, uh, what? So I had Harold Maude, um Parasite, Parasite, and I mentioned Zodiac. Because uh, that's an American one, yeah. but Children of Men, I just think. Oh my God, so good! That is such a great British movie, and it might as well be American, right? <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, John. By a Mexican director. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, John. And, 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 oh, I'm sorry. Tell me more about. Tell me more about um, the birds. Birds isn't on the list. But Rear Window, Virgo, no, and I'm, Psycho. We're picking ones that aren't on the list. I don't want... I, I've tried to watch The Birds, and I was like, what is the... Anyhow, the point is, like, Hitchcock it was English, so go fuck yourself. We live in a globalist world. Okay. All right, I'm not going to argue with you because you're clearly irrational, and I cannot... Okay. What, what was what was your third practical. What was your third movie then? I, I told told you my first my third movie. It it's all lumped into movies with mostly people of color cast, and I'm not going to mention them ever again because you because what did you call me? What did you say? Oh, I'm sorry. Crash. Is that what you're going to say? No, I, I said get out. I, I, I said get out. I, I, it was it was my my movies are everything all everything everywhere all at once. Which is mostly Asian cast. Yeah, we don't it, need you. What? Nothing. Go on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Hidden Figures and Get Out. Those those are my three movies. Yeah, yeah. That's the it's, obviously because I'm a I'm a safe self hating. Uh, no, it, uh, it's the it's the apologist list. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm just an apologist. Um, <laughs> now, and on that note, I actually have to leave. So that let that be the button that we end the podcast on where you call me a white apologist and I no, say I just said, are I just said a, an apologist. I am just I just feel a huge amount of liberal white guilt. 
All I'm right. basically a male, a male Karen. Is I, that what I am? I did pick Harold and Maude, which is the whitest film ever, you know. Oh my god, it is so pale. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Every time Ruth Gordon comes on screen, I get a boner. So there you go. Oh, no kidding. She's the sexiest old lady that's yeah, ever been an yeah. old lady. All right. I, so I have to go. Uh, so we, we're going to, we have to, to wrap up. John, this was, it was so good. This has a, been a, a, a great discussion. Um, please share with us your questions and your thoughts. And thank you for everybody who um, sent uh, a, a, an email. And um, we're going to have uh, listeners on the show. Uh, we're going to invite them in. Um, Tyson and and actually also I want to get Peter WG in as well. Um, and uh, let's see, we're taking next week off. Uh, I'm oh, going, yeah, yeah because my niece is is graduating from college. It's crazy. She was used to be just like me. Um, yeah, that's amazing. That's kind of disturbing. I think I met her when she was five. Yeah, uh, John, I love your haircut. You look fantastic. Oh, thank you very much. I love your haircut too. I'm just mm. saying that. You you were just saying that because my camera's off, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> but we love everybody, and thank not you. everybody. Well, you love everybody. I'm I'm more picky than you are. Well, I mean. Hitler had his good points. Is all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, John. God, my God, my God. All right, we will see you not next Tuesday, but the next Tuesday after that. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, it turns out you. Yeah, it turned it up. It turned it up. I do. No, I I did. God, you're genius. I thought you people were supposed to be good with tech. Bye, Marty. Alright. I've ruined everything. Alright. Bye, John. I know you ruined that. You didn't ruin everything. It was pre ruined. You continue to allow it to be ruined. It's so embarrassing that I, I can't get the freaking music cues it right. This has been a Smodco no, internet it, production. It hasn't been. It's been a, a Marty you fuck up. Dot com. All right. If you've listened this far, I pity you, but I thank you at the same time.